Newcastle, it's that time again. Here are your bench warmers, Sean and Storky. Hello and welcome to the bench warmers. My name is Sean, and once again via Zoom, I am joined by my good mate Matt Storky. Stork, how are you, Storky? Oh, mate, uh, riding a bit of that uh, Panadol high at the moment. I'm uh, feeling a bit under the weather today yeah. and yesterday, so it's not, not good. COVID or anything like that. So, but now I'm some antibiotics. Um, if my beard wasn't hiding my neck, my gland on this side would make me look like that guy out of the Goonies. Remember the movie The Goonies? Yeah, yeah. But um, look like you've yeah, got a nah. testicle hanging off your chin. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but no. Um, besides that, I'm not going too bad. How about you, mate? Yeah, mate, I'm I'm going okay. I you know I had the had the Rona um, last week, tested positive last uh, Tuesday, so we're exactly one week out. So today I'm 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 technically free, but you know we're we're playing on the side of of caution and doing one more week via Zoom. So you know there's no spread from you know my family to yours. Even though I was the only person in this household, myself, my wife and my two two kids that actually tested positive the second time around. So um yeah, yeah, Crazy. bit bit different. Anyway, Storky, anything catch your eye this week? Um yeah, how exciting was last weekend for UI and all the other NFL fans out there. Oh, Preseason started. Yep. My so team didn't nice. get the win, yours did. Uh, Lincoln's yeah. did, but you know, I'll, I'll take it. Happy to have football yeah, back. Yeah, you know, as we know in preseason, same as NRL, it's not always about the win, but I like some good signs I saw from my Falcons. So, yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, moving on because you know, not everyone's in the NFL. Yeah. Um, the Titans win, the Titans blew me away. What is going on? What's <sighs> doing? And they didn't only just win. Comfortably won. They comfortably won. I'm I'm a little scared that you know where if 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 anything we're going to be lucky that the Tigers. I, I think the Tigers might end up with the spoon. Um, yeah, well, they're, they're on the bottom now, aren't they? Yeah, and they've they've got a, a hard run home. Then the Titans are on fire, and we play them in two weeks' time. And I, I'm going to be up there, and I'm scared that you know I'm going to be walking away. Losing fifty nil or something. It's it's yeah, it's well, not going to be fun. As we always say, we're always we are their bogey side and just when you think you know that uh wooden spoon's out of reach, you know, mm. the fin pops up in the ocean and dun 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 <laughs> it's coming for us. You never know. What caught my eye this week was um, you know, the un untimely death of Paul Green. Very very yeah. young, only forty nine. Um, unfortunately took his own life. Um, it's it's obviously something that's it's out there. The black dog. We we all talk about uh, mental health, men's mental health, but not just men. Mental health in general. Um, we we all go through things. I I've been battling mental health um issues the last two years on the back of uh, three back surgeries and and you know um a bit of a tough time. You know you you you've reached out to me and told me that you're you've been battling a, a tough time and that's what you've got to do you've got to reach out to your th- friends um you, you've got to reach out you've got to ask the question are you okay um it is it's you know we, we have to be there for each other exactly um, you know don't ever don't no one should ever be ashamed to reach out because that could literally save a life save your life so yeah, yeah. it's very sad that it's happened um uh, uh, there, yeah. There's been there's been talk of um, a mental health round, which I know we've mentioned a few times. I don't yep. know I've heard other people mention, which I think is a brilliant idea. Like if they're going to have all these different rounds, 
what better than a mental health round? It affects, like you said, like almost everybody. Yeah. So, yeah, great yep. idea. Exactly. Um, uh, so, okay, the Benchwarmers are powered by Painaway in 2022. Painaway is Australia's number one joint and muscle spray cream brand available from all leading pharmacies. Um, what a sponsor for, for this year, Pain Away. You know, when yeah, when when we f- when we first got them on board, when they first came on board, we were like, "Wow, this is this is unbelievable." And then as this season has progressed, um, we've just needed Pain Away more than ever. This is oh, <laughs> this season yes. has just snowballed into you know one one shitstorm after the other. We'll we'll get into it later on with with nighted news. Um, it's it's going to be another big one. Um, but before that, let's break down our round 22 loss against the Broncos in this week's Pain Away match review. All right, let, let's jump into it. The Newcastle Knights took on the Brisbane Broncos in Brisbane in front of a crowd of 25,742, with the Knights going down 28 points to 10. Um, The Broncos scored five tries to our two, with the Broncos kicking four from five and the Knights only kicking one from two. The Knights won the possession battle uh, with 53% possession and had a better completion rate of 80%, one of our highest all year, actually. The Broncos ran more metres with 1,704. The Broncos made more errors with 16 to the Knights, 10. The Broncos gave away six penalties. Uh, we gave away four. The Broncos made more tackles with 380. Once again, the Knights had over 30 missed tackles with 38. And once again, too many bloody missed tackles. I don't know if they're even training um, defense anymore. I don't even know if we're making tackles at, at training or if we're missing tackles at training. What the hell is going on, Storky? I don't know. But something that wasn't hard to see was uh, the Indigenous jersey. The Broncos wore again. Yes. They wore their really bright Indigenous jersey, which like it's hard to miss, let's be honest. What, it's what's, pretty bright. What, what's your take on that? Give give me your honest verdict. If, if the Knights pumped that out as an Indigenous jersey, how would you feel? <sighs> I like, like, remember a few years ago when our Indigenous jersey was the really light blue and had all the different colours all over it? It yes. kind of went away from the Knights' colours. Yeah. I like it when they incorporate them, like, not so much this season where, like, you can hardly even notice, yeah. but, like, ones in the past where they incorporate the Indigenous stuff but still have the red and the blue. Yeah. And it, that's kind of more my flavour. I'm, oh, that's the second time Broncos um, have worn that jersey this year. Yeah. So. I'm surprised we didn't wear ours in, um, uh, what was it? Nay, um, Nodiac week. week. Was it? Yeah. Week? So, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. I mean, we didn't wear it. We had, you know, celebration, all Indigenous celebration and everything at the front of the stadium before the game. And we didn't yep. wear our Indigenous jersey again. I thought it was a bit strange. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't get it. Um, I think it's an ugly jersey. I'm just, I'm going, I'm going to come out there and say, I think the Broncos Indigenous jersey this year is horrible. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really not a fan. I'm not a fan at all. It was Deadly Choices, too, um, uh, which a lot of people may remember was our very first Indigenous yeah. jersey um, yep. had the Deadly Choices. So. It did. Yeah. It did. But, um, yeah, so, you know, it's getting harder to speak about this every week. But um, it is. let's jump in and Less talk about some of the attack, anyway. hey? Yeah. Let's, um, or the, let's talk about the attack or lack thereof, yep. unfortunately. Yep. Um, just same same attack week in, week out. Um, what was your take on it? 
Um, yeah, my, mine was pretty much the same. I want to break it down to a couple of um, key moments in, in, in our attack. The Bradman best try. Um, the, the Bradman best try for mine. Um, I believe that was an obstruction. Okay. I, I feel nine times out of ten, there's an obstruction call in that try. I was actually surprised that they said, you know, Adam Reynolds was taken out, but he was not going to get back there. Yeah, um, it was Brady Jones, wasn't it? Brady Jones ran, ran yeah, the line. Yeah, yeah, ran into, yeah. Ran into Reynolds' outside shoulder. Um, and usually that's black and white. That's black and white, and that's that's a penalty. And I, mm. I, I, I couldn't believe it, but hey, I'm, I'm going to take that. I'll, I'll, I'll take a try any day of the week. We, we need it's them. Back and, it's back and forth, isn't it? Like, let's be honest. Yeah, he wasn't going to get there. Yep. But there has been situations in the past where, like, we've been, you know, penalised for that. Um, I'm Barney, this one, um, I think it was Barney, possibly. It might have been DSAF. One of them comes to mind. And so there's no way they were going to get there, but they yeah. still got penalised for it. So. Yeah. Uh, yep. Something from the game that's really stood out to me a lot was how many times are we going to try to put that little kick in behind? I think we did it that many times. One of them paid off. Yep. I think Even... the two or three of the other ones just bounced straight off the Broncos' shins. Yep. And then we ended up going backwards, and I think we lost the ball on one or two occasions. It's Even like... Bradman had another go, had another crack. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, it's I... just so predictable, unfortunately. Teams yep. are easily reading our attack. Our, our our kicking game in general, not not just those little you, you know trying to put the grubber in in goals. Um, I, I'm I'm absolute sick of these half-assed midfield bomb. I want, they're not even a midfield bomb. We probably you yeah. know we're we're in between their thirty and forty, and we'll put up this bomb, and they they don't try to kick it high. It's just almost like a bit of a stab. Um, yeah, and there's no real chase on it. They, and were they purposely they're... kicking it to Oates or um um is that that's his name isn't it the winger yeah. for yeah because how good of a player is he and it's like he had, hardly had to move to get to it yeah he I caught I, the I, I don't and understand like, and then he's already like you know ten fifteen meters before we even get to him if if so, anyone if anyone should know how to kick against the Broncos it should be an ex Bronco in Milford I, I I don't I don't understand he should have the intel to go this is what. Oates' weakness is I've I've seen it week in week out when I played for the Broncos, but no, we we just kept doing these stupid little, and then and then Milford, don't get me started on um, Milford milked a head high, so there there was a head high and there was nothing on it, nothing nothing in it, um, and Milford's milked it, um, and he, and he's had to go off for a HIA, and I'm sitting there thinking you deserve that, you deserve to get sent off. For HIA, if you're going to milk a head high, I, I, I was, I was, I was, um, yeah, I was, I was, I was happy with that. His game started off well, but then he was MIA towards the end of that game. Yeah, yeah, he, he's he's starting uh, yeah. to become become um, missing in action in most of our games. He 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 might play, you know, a good first half, and then in the second half, you you don't even know he's there. Um, yeah. and and I'm what, not to be honest, I'm not too upset he's leaving now. Like no. Like, yeah, we haven't really got much to replace him with. So, yeah, that's kind of sad. But I don't think he's going to be the halfback to take you to a premiership. No, absolutely not. And I think that's why the Broncos got rid of him. I think I, I yeah. think they got rid of him because they realised Milford wasn't the man to do that. Um, but yeah. for me, we, we only look dangerous down one side. Once again, we only look da- uh, dangerous down the side of Bradman and Tuala. Um, it, it felt like that was going to be the, the only chance we really had of, of scoring was down that side uh, I don't I don't know what's happening on the other side on the other side you've got Gagai and, and Dominic Young you would feel that 
that is a very dangerous side of the field, but we, we just yeah. never look dangerous down that side. And, and a lot of times we would pass the ball out that way, and the pass, whether it be a cutout ball or whether it just be a little bit too long, I was saying they're going to get an intercept here. And I think um, I even said it to Christy, my wife. I said, they're gonna, there's dead set going to be yep. an intercept here soon. You're just and waiting there was. for it. Yep. Yeah, yep. and there was. And exactly. I was like, See, like, this just goes to show again, teams are reading us. We're too easy to read. Yeah. That's, uh, and, and how often do we just continuously make the wrong choice? Um, you, you'll, see, you'll see a play you know, unfolding and you'll go, okay, um, this is going to go through the hands. It's go- it's going to go um, to Jones, to Best, to Tuala. And you're like, that, that that's what's going to happen. That's what makes sense. And then Milford will sh- throw this stupid cutout ball, which will go a metre forward in front of Tuala, and he's got no chance of, of, of getting it. And you're like... Why? Like it, it was unfolding. Yeah. All you had to do was go through the hands, and and that to me that just summed up our, our attack all night. And you know, we would we would put in one of those stupid little kicks where there was no room. It would just bounce off one of their legs um, instead of maybe a, a cross field kick to Dominic Young. Yeah. It was I, I I was I was perplexed. I'm gonna throw. That's probably the biggest word I know. Um, today, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to throw it out there that I, I just had no idea what our attack was going to do because there was no creativeness to it. It was it was boring, and yeah. Brisbane Brisbane could just see it coming, and that's what happened. Yeah, all season. Um, let's move on to our, our defense, which to me isn't it isn't any better. Um, poor Dominic Young yeah. struggled under the high ball again. I think I think yeah. every team's just starting to work out that Dominic Young, as tall as he is, doesn't really know how to defuse a bomb. Yeah, it kind of sucks too because mm. it's um, it's, you know, one of the chinks in his armor because everything else he seems to be pretty much killing it at the moment. So I saw the interview after the game with one of the Broncos players, and he said um, he even gave Dom some some props and said how quick he is. He said he made that break and he looked around. and He said, "Gee, where's that Dom Young?" Blokes fast or whatever it was, I was like, yeah, bloody earth he is. Yeah, that's that's but, um, that's his bread and butter at the moment. Is is once someone gets that break, he he can chase them down. But that that's yeah. Do you really want that? Do you do you really want someone in open field to go? Okay, here comes Dominic. Like we're we're going to be okay now. Um, it both both of our edges defense was horrible again. Um, yeah, I was going to say before, it was ironic that you were saying that one of our best attacking was Twyla and Bradman because on the other side of the field on defense, it was uh, it was, it was shocking. Yeah. I don't know whose fault it is. I'm still trying to figure this out. But so many times, like, there was an overlap there. Is is Bradman not covering his man and Twyla's coming in? Or is Twyla just coming in too far off his wing too much? Like, it, it cannot happen that many times. Without there being some reason it was, for it, it was it was perfectly a mix of both. Um, Cobo Cobo would just get on the outside of of Bradman best, and he 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 shouldn't. Bradman's quick, um, and and Cobo would just get on the outside of him, and then Tuala was wouldn't even get a hand to him. So it was it was yeah. it was it was so bad, and then it was bad on the other side. Um, Gags and and Dominic weren't really making tackles either. Um, yeah, Gags shooting up out of that line. Oh, it does it all the time. Yeah, like, um, and and we'll 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 get to it later on. But obviously, Edric's coming back into the side, and Edric's you know great for that too. Coming up out of the line, you know, every, yeah. every now and then he might you know what twenty percent he might stop a play, 
Um, but that's that's about it. Um, and he's out of he's out of here in three games anyway. So what's yeah, anyway? We'll talk yeah, about that yeah, later. Yeah. Um, I do find it very very hard though to defend Adam Reynolds when his kicking game is on point. He could do nothing oh, wrong uh, with his kicking game on the weekend. Yeah, he's he's someone you definitely want at your club. Like why the Rabbitohs? Like granted, the Rabbitohs are still going pretty well, but. Why they would have got rid of him? Like, gee, he's still got a lot of like fuel left in that tank, and he's obviously showing it. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, that th- that that's that's all I have on on our defense. I could pr- I could probably sit yeah. here and and talk about it for hours, but I don't want to. Yeah, same. <laughs> I'm over. I don't it. think anyone wants to listen to it. They're probably overhearing about this game almost already. So we'll yep. jump into the Steel City key moments which was the uh, Daniel Saifidi try. Mm. Uh, Brayley out of dummy half, inside, nice small short ball. The DSAF to go over for, I believe, DSAF's first try since 2020, I believe they said. I think that's commentary. what I heard as well. Yeah, I was, I was going to say. I was a bit say... shocked. I was like, no, surely he scored last season. Yeah, but... um, I, I don't remember. I, I honestly don't remember. Um, I know he's... 100% off the nudie run for this year. That's that's his first try for this year. But, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if he hadn't scored one um, last year. But what I really liked about this try was finally a player just running hard and running straight. Before this, our attack was just lateral. It was just sideways movement all night. Um, just, yeah. just, it was... It, 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 was uninspiring. So so I was really happy that we finally just had a player just going, you know what, I'm just going to run. I'm going to run straight. And, you know, yeah. we, we run straight and we run, run over the line. Um, 21 minutes left. It put us 18 points to six. Um, we kind of had that that kind of sniff of, of a comeback. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that didn't last long. No. No, it didn't. But that was um, our Steel City key moment of the week. Yep. All right. Um, Let's jump into our Resurge clothing wrap-up. Like I said, Storky, another 38 missed tackles. I'm completely over missed tackles. I, I have not seen a season where continuously it's more than 30 a game even 40 a game. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if before the end of the year somehow it ends up over 50 missed tackles. Um, we had more possession. We had more ball than they did. We made we had a better completion rate. What does that tell you? What does that tell you when we have the ball more, we drop it less, we can't cross the line? Uh, that, that just shows that our attack has got nothing. Our halves have nothing. Um, well, I believe they said in commentary we're the 16, uh, when team number 16 for attack. I thought we were yeah. that for defense as well. So, hey, if we're both, let's <laughs> go us. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes um, season. Co- constantly to me, we just, we look like a, this is, and I feel like this is putting, putting shit on an under 12 side, but constantly we look like an under 12 side up against an NRL side each, every week. It just, I, I don't understand how we can we can look so bad even in our spoon years. We we keep I keep going back to that. Even in our spoon years, we didn't look this bad. But every yeah. week we are completely outplayed. Like I said, um the halves can't attack and, and they, they can't defend either. Um and like I said in the key moment just then, there was no go forward. It was it was constantly sideways all game. That's Yeah, and one's pretty much the same. I Keep mine pretty short and sweet, but um, 
the only positive I did take out of it, like you said, we did claw our way back at one stage. You know, it was 18 to 10 with 22 minutes to go. Um, unfortunately, that kick, you know, to get the conversion kind of hurt us putting it eight yep. points out. You know, it kind of deflates. I know it deflated me a bit as a fan. I was like, oh, now we have to score twice. Yeah. Um, you know, but it was too little too late. It didn't really matter too much in the end because <laughs> they ran away with it anyway. But um, another week, another night's game. Yep. Another disappointment, unfortunately. I'm going to go back to that that Milford uh, misconversion that you you were just talking about then, because something really <laughs> pissed me off in that moment. Now I know that the the crowd were giving it to him. I, I get yeah. that. I, I've 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 been you know kicked from the sideline to win a semi final game in rugby. I get it. I've been there. You suck. Um, not not in front of twenty five thousand, but yeah, I, I I get it. I've been in that situation. Um, but he completely missed it. He missed it by a good 10, 15 metres. Yeah, it was a shocker. It was the smile. That would have been embarrassing. It was the smile on his face after it. it, it just, to me, it just looked like he didn't care. He, he didn't do you care. Think it was an embarrassed, do you think it was more of an embarrassed smile, but Because I, I, I wasn't too sure. Like, I was like, to, to I me, it wasn't. Like, to me, yeah, it wasn't was... an embarrassed smile. To me, it was just a whatever. I'll try better on the next one. Like, I. Uh, to me, that's what it was. To me, it was a, I don't care. Like that, that's 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 to me in in that moment what that looked like to me. Yeah, it did hurt though. Yeah, but, it um, did. It did. All right. Um, let's, let's move on. Yeah, let's let's put it to bed. Let's go to our man shake man of the match. One point went to Jacob Safidi. Two points to Jaden Braley, and three points in your man shake man of the match, Daniel Saifidi. Let's have a look at some of DSAS stats. Played 60 minutes, one try, 17 runs, 176 metres and 73 post-contact metres, one line break assist and 23 tackles. Um, the Safidi brothers notching up four points out of the six in the 3-2-1 um, this week. They, they both played well, I thought. Yeah, yeah, I thought they were forwards are pretty good through the middle. That was another actually positive. We probably should have put that positive in there. There wasn't too many. It could have been one of the shining lights, but the forwards yeah. weren't too bad this week. So. The, the forwards were our shining light this week. Yeah, they did mm. lay a good foundation. Unfortunately, there was just nothing behind that. But yeah. um, it's been a while, you know, between drinks. Um, should I say while between man shakes for DSAF? He hasn't <laughs> been... Um, hasn't been up there for a while. So, no, you know, it's good to see him get, get a bit of form again. So. Absolutely. Yeah, but let's have a look at the NRL ladder brought to you by the Cambridge. At the end of round 22, the Penrith Panthers are still on top of the ladder. Cowboys, Sharks, and Storm round out the top four. Those Eels and Roosters round out that top eight. Raiders, Seagulls, Dragons, Bulldogs, Warriors, Knights, Titans, and the West Tigers all in the bottom eight this week. Yep, Titans moved up. Uh, we moved down, and the West Tigers moved down. Like like I was saying earlier, yeah. we're just we're just lucky that the West Tigers are playing worse than us. Um, they have Hastings out, and they've got a harder run home. They they may be our savior to stop us from getting the spoon. Yeah, let's hope so. Yep. All right, it's time for this week's Nighted News, brought to you by Sid Foggs, and it's another big one. Let's go. Oh yeah, let's get into this one. Hey, Link, how are you, mate? Oh, my God, boys. What a complete and utter shit fight. I tell you what, the Knights have never kept me busier than this month. Oh my God. 
You're on fire. Your phone. Mate, my, my phone feels like it's on fire. My notifications <laughs> are just going ballistic. I'm not even kidding. This is probably the busiest month I've ever had. Wow. Night, night it is taking off. My God, mate. Yep. Um, craziness. As the listeners are probably well aware, um, some breaking news tonight with the NRL Integrity Unit ordering that Kurt Mann and Kalen Ponga be drug tested. Wow. So while now, we're recording, the, that's just come out. It has. It has. So look, um, now regarding this drug testing, it's like a three strike sort of policy. Now this doesn't mean we'll necessarily know the results. It, it will probably be confidential. It will affect um, any sort of punishment from the NRL or the club. It doesn't necessarily mean it's we're going to know what's going to happen. Um, and I believe the second strike is like a 12 week, something like that. So I believe this will be the first strike for both players. So um, very interesting. So suggested mm. there was a bit of evidence to um, to want the, for the uh, NRL integrity unit to want this to happen. So yeah, pretty pretty uh, pretty poor. But um, yeah, strap yourselves in for that one. There'll be some big news this week, no doubt. Yeah. Um, Ask question quickly. Out of mm-hmm. all the times drinking with your mates, you know, someone does get sick and they vomit or whatnot, go into a cubicle. Have you ever? Thought to yourself, I'll go in and I'll help them. Mate, I've had long hair for 20 years and I've been pissed the last 20 years. Never in my life has my mates followed me into a cubicle to hold my hair back. And Kurt Mann does not have long hair. Yep. Now, maybe times have changed, but like if you're you're spewing, that's, that's on you. That's what it used to be like back in the day. I, I, I brought this up with the with the the wife um, yesterday or whenever it was that this story first started shit hitting the fan. Um, I said blokes don't do that. Blokes don't walk into another cubicle to ask if they're going okay if they're having a bit of a chunder. We will stand outside and piss ourselves laughing and and make fun of the situation that poor old little two two drink ponger might be a little pissed and thrown up. We'll joke 100%. about it. We'll joke about it. We won't go in there and, yeah. and pat him on the back and go, oh, it's okay, mate. You'll, you'll be you'll be fine. It doesn't at happen. At most, you'd stand at the door and go, you all right, mate? Like, you're not going to go, can I please no. come in? Like, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just strange. Maybe times have changed. You know, we're getting on. But no, nah, yeah, men, men, men in that scenario are not the nurturing type. They're the nah. piss-taking degrading type so yeah. um I'm, I'm with you sean yeah 100 mate and and like you said um you know if, if the integrity units making them go and do a drug test there there has to be some sort of evidence and 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 let's face it we all had an inkling that you know something more was being done than just a, a bit of a chunder over a couple of too many beers well who shuts the door behind them that's True. that's the that's the one True. thing that's the weird the weird part yeah weird, unless you're shitting in there don't close the door <laughs> like that's yeah. that's it that, that, is, that is rule number yeah. one like you're going yeah. in there for a leak or or a spew the door's usually open so yeah 100 percent. very weird very weird, weird. situation yeah yep. i'll tell you what in all my time of doing this podcast i never thought we'd have to talk about <laughs> cubicle etiquette so <laughs> There's a, there's a first for everything, isn't there, boys? There so is, there makes is. You, makes you wonder what's next, doesn't it, really? <laughs> oh, That's what we go mate. from here. The Knights. The, the, the Knights, the hey, boys. The keeps on giving. Exactly. I was just yeah. about to say the gift that keeps on giving. Yep. Yeah. So, all right, this one's going to be – we're going to start low, come high and finish on a low, all right? So, <laughs> look, 
with some actually good news. I've got to post some good news this week. Now, the club has come out and confirmed the signings of Super League prospects Will Price and Kai Pierce Paul. Very good. Yeah, I did put a video out because a lot of um, nine supporters and NRL supporters in general, they're a bit of an unknown commodity, these two guys. And yep. Sort of what positions they play in that. So to give you a little bit of a rundown, boys, um, boy, Will Price is a 5'8". Um, and Kai Pierce-Paul is a second rower. Okay. Um, Good. And we've seen the, we've seen the highlight packages. Um, I think there's certainly a lot of potential with these two guys. And yeah. there's no, no, no um, denying a lot of clubs were going after them particularly Canberra going after Will Price. And we know what Canberra's like again, these guys from the Super yeah. League. Yeah. You've got a really good eye for it. So, again, like Dom, it mightn't happen overnight. Tell you what, um, I, think there's, I think there's a lot of potential with these two boys. What do you guys think? Yeah, um, the positions you just named, 5, 8 and 2nd row, they are two positions that we're, we're screaming for, for talent in those positions. So... I think it's a great move. I personally um, haven't seen too much vision um, of of the two, but from just what I've heard, um, from what I have seen, um, I wish we could get them sooner, to be honest. Well, look, the club has certainly hasn't given up on that. Um, you know, it's 100% confirmed for 2024, but you can bet your ass that Clint Zammett and the Knights will be pushing very, very hard to get these guys yeah. um, from out of Huddersfield and Wigan. The, two, the respective clubs they play for. So um, hopefully we get both. We might get one. Yeah. Uh, fingers crossed, though, we can get these boys over sooner rather than later. Now, um, to bring that plane right back down and crash into earth, um, yeah, Anari Tuala and Bradman Best, guys, have been dropped to New South Wales Cup. Um, not for form, even though form would probably dictate they should have. Um, yeah, for being late to the team bus. Um now, Peter Parr looks like he's put a fucking line in the sand and he's setting some standards around the place. And Good. I'm probably getting the feeling that this sort of stuff has happened. Probably guys weren't being held accountable. Is that the sort of vibe you guys are getting? Yes. Mate, I, I, have... I love it. I love it. I know a lot of people out there are whinging about it. I love it. Yeah. There has to be some accountability. Like you said, you know, you give these you know people an inch, they'll take a mile, and it feels like that's what's been happening of yep. late. So... I love it. I think it's great that he's doing it. I have I have heard stories um, that players have not been wearing um, Knights attire, whether that's the suit or training gear or whatever, when they have to go and do public appearances or, or whatever it is. I've heard that players haven't been turning up in gear they're supposed to be wearing. Um, I've heard players have been constantly wait, uh, late for training or just haven't turned up. Um, and that that that's just this year. So this this is exactly what we need, and it's it's mm. so refreshing. And you know, I've seen comments online of you know the the presser that he did earlier today, and there's people on there saying, "Oh, he's just another yes man." It's like, no, he's not because he doesn't have the facts yet on that Paul Ponga thing. They didn't have the facts. Yet. He didn't say he's not going to do anything. Yeah, he just said he basically wants to know the facts first. Let's wait until this. Well, it, it, there's an investigation. Up. His hands are tied. There's a lot of stuff he can't say. So exactly. exactly. So I don't understand. I don't yeah. understand all the comments saying, "Oh, he's a pushover. He's just going to do nothing." Just give it time. Once he yeah. has the facts, let's see what he does. Mm. Yeah, best signing we've had in a long time. I think Peter Park. Absolutely, hundred percent, boys. Hundred percent. Yep. 
But um, look, that's the roller coaster ride of the Knights. Um, I tell you what's going to be a roller coaster is having around here against Raiders this weekend. Oh yeah, I think it's a better experience than I did at Suncorp Stadium. I would not recommend at all. So like the plane this poorly to go into Suncorp Stadium. Awful. Have you got your awful. brother coming around to the bar? I do. I'll be putting away all the breakables, um, anything that's flammable. Um, yeah, I don't think he's got too much to worry about. Um, no, nah, but then if he, he does actually, lose, if he does well, lose, it's going to make him even more angry. Get him to wear his jersey. Last, last game when we played him, he left with about 15 minutes to go. He cracked the shits and left. Oh, did he? <laughs> And then they uh, scored in the final seconds to win the game, the dickhead. He couldn't even rub it in oh, my face. So. Yeah, don't do that this season. 15 minutes, the team could put 40 on us in that time. Yeah, oh. yeah. So It's all right. I've, I've got a feeling he's um, he's got nothing to worry about this week. <laughs> no. Um, so are the boys. But, hey, look, stranger things have happened. As the league has taught us this week, stranger things have happened. Very, yeah. very true. <laughs> and I'm sure in the next couple of days, shit's going to hit the fan again. It's going to be good. Yeah, mate. That'll be keeping me busy. <laughs> All right, mate. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, boys. All right, let's yeah, move mate. on to this week's... Um, what, what, what was it called again, Storky? The Lambton Park match preview where we'll preview the Raiders game where Lincoln's brother won't get too angry because I don't think we're going to win. Let's do it. Let's have a look at this week's round 23 clash against the ninth place Canberra Raiders at 4.05pm this Sunday afternoon at McDonald Jones Stadium. We are wearing our Miners jersey, Storky, um, and that's yeah. that's what we're going to be wearing on the weekend. What's I like your... the new Miners jersey. I, was I like just about... got it on there. I like it. I was just about to ask you what's your opinion on, yeah. on this year's mining jersey. Well, it's funny. To be honest, I used to like, um, like even when I bought the new one myself, I was like, oh, I probably still like the older one better. But now, just looking on camera here, I probably like the new one better. Oh, I, I love the new one. Um, yeah. But I, I was, um, and, and and yourself, um, one of the very few that actually did like the mining jersey. Um, yeah. But yeah, I really like this I'm one. a convert. Um, I don't know if you can, I don't know if people at home are going to be able to see that, but, you know, we've got the... Whatever you call all these, what's what's that? What's that yeah. map called? Seismographic? Is it seismographic? Yeah, I was going to say something? topographic or what? It's, you know, yeah, something like that. Yeah, but in the, for people listening and not watching, I mean, yeah, if you haven't seen it in the chess piece of the the new miners jersey, yeah, they've got that inlay of like a yeah topographical map yeah, or something, nice. whatever it is. It's nice. Yeah, it I like it. Nice. All right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, for those not heading to the game, it will be live on Foxtel, KO, and Channel 9. All right, let's have a look at your Newcastle Knights team list for round 23. At fullback, Tex Hoy, Edric Lee, and Dominic Young on the wing. Dane Gagai and Christian Mapapalangi 
I'd, if I've said that wrong, I completely apologise. In the centres, um, at 5'8", Anthony Milford and Adam Clune at halfback, David Clemmer and Daniel Saifidi in the front row, Jaden Braley at hooker, Tyson Frizzell and Brody Jones in the second row, and Jacob Saifidi at lock, Phoenix Crossland, Pasami Sulo, Simi Sasagi and Matt Crocker on the bench. Um, I'm going to gonna attempt it again. Christian Mapapalangi, on debut, Storky, I think yeah. that's. I think it's great that we're giving a young bloke a go. Yeah, my first thought. I'll be one hundred percent honest. My first thought. I saw down the line, and I actually saw Hunt is in the team, and I'm like, oh, on the you know reserves, and I was like, why not put Hunt in there? And then I was like, well, we go on this show every week, and everybody goes online, and we're all saying, hey, we're not going to win. Yep. Let's start bleeding some new talent. So give a young bloke a go. Yep. Give him a go. Let's see how he goes. You know, if he falls at flat. Get him off, put someone else on, and that's his opportunity. Yeah. But, hey, we've got, we've got to start giving him a go now. Every, so why not? Everyone's got to have a crack at some stage, I say. Um, another one that I'm actually pretty excited to see is Jacob Saifidi at lock. Yeah, that would be bloody interesting. Mm. Especially yeah. if, if you had um, Daniel, Jacob, and Clemmer on the field at the same time. I feel like that's, a, that's, yeah. that's pretty dangerous, especially if yeah. they're, they're all in form. The only thing that's going to be interesting, like correct me if I'm wrong, but generally a locks um, fitness um, level, you know, because they're usually, you know, on the field a little bit longer, you know, they're not in yeah. the forward rotation, is going to be interesting. So whether they leave um, JSAF on the field for a longer minutes or yep. how they go there. But no, definitely interested to see that. So, um, yep. So, and, and obviously, yep. Best and Tuala are out like we were just talking about in, in the Nighted News. Yeah, yeah. We've yep. pretty much covered that. So, um, um which which is which is going to be hard because you know that's what I've been saying is probably our best connection and our best attacking opportunity. So I'm a little bit excited to see how um, Christian and Edric go on the left hand side. Yeah, yeah, especially in defence, that'd be interesting. But yeah. um, where do you so... see the Knights winning? Sorry, Storky, where do you see the that's Knights okay. winning or losing this one? Oh, well, the Raiders, they're, you know, just knocking on that top eight, you know, knock, knock, knocking on top eight. Um, So we're kind of like their bogey side, so hopefully yep. we can steal their dreams from them. Yep. Um, It's going to be a big ask because, let's be honest, nearly every team's a big ask for us this year. <laughs> yep. Um, I think you really have to shut down. Well, they've got so many good players, like, but oh, just two of them. Yep. Like, you know, Whiten, obviously, you know, I haven't seen their team list, so I'm gathering um, he's playing. Couldn't see any reason why he wouldn't be. He's always, yep. you know, dangerous. Uh, Papalihi. You know, as he's just a beast. So, but they've got so many good players. It's hard. Um, I don't think they actually get enough props for having the good amount of players oh, they yeah. do have. To be honest, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, also, I'm just excited to see Adam Elliott get a good glimpse of, um, of you course. know, someone who's going to be wearing the red and blue next year. Mm, yep, I agree. Um, all right, <laughs> I've, I've, um, my, mine's a little bit of a Debbie Downer. Um, I, I've, I've lost all confidence in the Knights. I, I have none. Um, every bit of sap of of hope, um, glimmer of you know a chance or whatever it it, it it's all gone. Um, which is weird though because I've picked them to win this week. Um, but, <laughs> but I'm I'm not confident. Um, like I like I was saying a minute ago, Tuala and Best um have have been our best best attacking chance this year, and and they're gone. So uh, I I I I can't see the Knights winning this week. I can't. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. But um, 
something to look out for will be the Kingdom Wrestling key matchup. Mm. So this week, we're going to go with Battle of the Back Rowers. So Tyson Frizzell and Elliot Whitehead. So Frizzell, um, it's always one of those quiet achievers. You know, yep. it always gives 100%. And it's not yep. very often you go, you know, watch a game and, you know, you can pick it apart and think, oh, well, Tyson was just, you know, he was just riding the wave. He wasn't really going with the game. He always puts in 100%. So he does. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't get quite enough props. So, yeah, it'd be an interesting one to watch, I think. Yeah, and that, that's exactly how I feel. Um, Tyson plays his heart out. He plays his heart out for the Knights week in, week out. You, you can see it. He has, even last year, um, you know, there was the footage where Mitchell Pierce kicked that field goal against the Titans to get us into the into the finals. And, and you know, Piercey and, and Tyson were cuddling and kissing and... It was a bit romantic. Yeah, um, yeah T- Tyson Frizzell, he, he plays with his heart on his sleeve every single week. Um, yeah. I unfortunately feel like he's probably hating his time at the Knights now. Um, yeah, well, yeah, drags aren't going too much better. But then again, it's you pretty much move sideways or yeah, we are going like, worse than him now, but... I, I feel yeah. like he I feel like he would have had other opportunity. When when he came to the Knights, I doubt that the Knights were the only team knocking on his door. Well wasn't um, one of the reasons he um came to the Knights because he felt we were more chance of winning a premiership and yep. and he's yeah. and one of his best mates in Mitchell Pierce was here. So you know yeah. and I, I, I can't see the Knights unless we make some some really good signings in the halves somewhere. Um I don't think we're gonna go better next year. Um, so I'm yeah. I'm a bit worried we might lose Tyson very very soon. I thought the same thing actually, mm. but actually quickly before we move on from this game, just one more quick thing about the jerseys. Um, it's going to be interesting if um you see those comments pop up, which they usually do when we wear the Miners jersey. Yep. And you know they're cursed and we aren't going to win in it. Well, look, if you're one of those people, there you go. You can say that. But I would put it out to you that our home and away jersey this year. Any more cursed than our Midas jersey. <laughs> Any because, jersey we've put on this year has been yeah, horrible. because we haven't won anything in yeah. our my, yeah, hardly anything in our home and away. So yeah. I'm going to give myself some homework. I, I like going and looking at weird stats. Um, yeah, the stat man. The last time we won in a heritage jersey, I'm going to go looking for that one. Um, okay. What what were we wearing? Were we wearing the Heritage jersey when Piercy kicked that field goal against uh, Manly? Was that a Heritage yeah, we jersey? Yeah, definitely. I have, a, I have a feeling that was our last win in a Heritage jersey. Yeah. Um, that would be longer than our last win in a mining jersey. I'd be interested to see how many we've actually won in our home and away. It's like I wouldn't be surprised if we hadn't. We'd only won like maybe one game in like our home jersey because it feels like we've won more in our away jersey. Yeah, probably. This year, so. <laughs> probably. All right, yeah. Let, let's move on. Let's have a look at our tips this week um, in the Bay Hotel Punt Club. You have picked the Rabbitohs at home, Storky Waihai. I have tipped the Panthers. We have both tipped the Cowboys to win against the Warriors in Townsville. I have tipped the Broncos while you have tipped the Storm in Brisbane. We have both tipped the Eels over the Bulldogs at Parramatta. We have both tipped the Sharks over the Sea Eagles in Manly. We have both tipped the Roosters over the Tigers at the SCG. We have both tipped the Titans over the Dragons on the Gold Coast. And to finish off the NRL side of things, I have tipped the Knights at home. I'm not completely sure why. Probably just a roughie at this stage. While you have tipped the Raiders. Yeah, I just feel the Roy- Raiders. Um, so they Reuters then. The Reuters. Um, the Reuters. Um, the Raiders just have more to play for. Yeah. Um, you know they've. 
like I said, they're knocking on that top eight. They want to get in there, you know, so obviously that was a bit of a silly thing to say. <laughs> of course they want to get in there. Of course. Um, yeah, so I just think they've got more to play for. Well, I don't even think we're playing for pride at the moment because yeah. there seems to be a lack thereof. Um, but, yeah. Now I am so bloody excited for this next bit. This next bit, I am, I am pumped. I am moist. I am erect. I am so excited. I probably shouldn't say that now that we're you know about to talk about the NRLW. That might sound a bit weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I am so excited, Stalky. That um, you've now been banned from every <laughs> NRLW game before. Yeah, before the season starts. Yeah. Um, you know, after Come with me, sir, you're making a scene. <laughs> in in between the NRL and the NRLW, there's an there's the announcement. Sean Lazenby has to leave the stadium. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, anyway. Um, all right, let's have a look at the NRLW draw and our tips we have tipped uh, we have both tipped the roosters over the eels in Parramatta. we have both tipped the dragons over the titans in wollongong and to finish it off i have tipped the knights at home while you have tipped the broncos um i was a bit surprised about that one Storky. yeah i just think the broncos you know for a long time now in the nrlw have been the benchmark yeah um so i just think you know I haven't really seen any reason. I know they have lost a couple of players, obviously. You know, one of, you know, Upton has come, you know, to, yeah. to us and she <laughs> was one of their good players. So, and I know in the NRLW, you know, players, because there isn't many teams, they do, you know, tend to switch around, you know, probably mm. more than you switch the old Reg Grundy's there. You yeah. know, there's a new person at a new team every year. Um, so, yeah, it is hard to pick, but I still think Broncos are probably going to be one of those powerhouses. So, I'm yeah. hoping we win. I'm definitely hoping we win, but. I'm going yeah. to go out on a limb here, Storky, um, and I'm going to say we're going to win the comp. We're going to well, win. The, we're going to win the comp, and we're going to be the new benchmark side in the NRLW. Okay, well, that's a big improvement considering uh, we won well, nothing last year. I, I'm going to win one game. I'm going to tip. I'm going to say we. Um, you know, we've gone from not winning a game last year to going undefeated this year. Mate, your, I would absolutely love that. Put put your money on it. Um, that would be so weird, wouldn't it, with the Knights fans? Like, <laughs> would. like the, the women's team would be like the number one in Newcastle. Yeah. It'd be a weird feeling, yeah. be a very weird feeling. Now, Storky, you have tipped against both our men's and women's side this week, um, but that's probably why you were in 27th in the tip, which isn't fantastic. It's it's, it's not. Yeah. Um, but I'm struggling in 42nd. I, I Every week I keep going for these roughies, like tipping the Knights against the, the Raiders. Um and they're just failing me, but we we can't no we can't well win week. we can't win anyway. No one would have went well last week. Like who's picking the Titans? Yeah, and I think there was a couple of other upsets too. That there like, was. Yeah, you know. So no one yep. was getting a perfect round last week. Yep. All right, let's move on to um this week's NRLW round one clash against the Brisbane Broncos, which follows the NRL game against the Raiders. Uh, Interesting. Off. Kickoff will be 6, 10 p.m. Do you think that's a good idea? I personally think that it's a good idea to have the women's game after the men's game because I, I feel that there would be people that, let's let's face it, even though we may be in 2022, we know there's sexist people out there. We know there's people that just won't enjoy the game because they're females that will would turn up somewhere between... Um, you know, the final siren in the women's game and kickoff in yeah. the men's game. So I, I think that's a good way of eliminating that, even though they could still just get up and walk out. Um, that's it. I think it's a catch-22 because um, 
you have them on first, then yeah, like you are going to have a lot of it. Like I'm, I am one of those people that generally get there just before kickoff. Like for, if the women's game was on, I probably would have got there a bit earlier. But um, but you're not sexist. Yeah, you've got those. Yeah, and I'm not sexist <laughs> at all. I'm one of the least, most least sexist yeah. person you'll ever meet. But um, yeah, it's um, uh, having it after the game. Yeah, you might get those people that are more likely to stick around. But then on mm. the flip side, if we get our asses handed to us, you know what the feeling is like after that happens yeah, to you. You're just that's like, true. I just want to get out of here. I just want to go. And also, how bad would it be? If there's a big crowd, and, and then, then the you know the ladies run out, and they're like they're running out to like just like you know That's... lines of people like just leaving, like yeah. that'd be a bit soul crushing, yeah. like, you yeah. know. So that would you're be, darned absolutely. if you do, darned if you yeah. don't. You know, double edged sword on this one, I think, but we'll see. Yeah, um, for those not heading to the game, it will be live on Foxtel, Ko, and Channel Nine. So if if you're not going, you can watch the games back to back. All right, let's have a look at your Newcastle Knights women's team uh, for round one. At fullback, Tamika Upton, Kiana Takarangi, and Autumn Rain Stevens Daly on the wing, Shannis Parker and Bobby Law in the centres. At 5'8, Kira Dibb and Jesse Southwell. At halfback, Caitlin Johnson and Millie Boyle in the front row. Olivia Higgins at hooker. Romy Tizell and Yasmin Clydesdale in the second row. And Hannah Southwell at lock. Emma Manzelman, Taylor Pred-Ebon, uh, Kyra Simon. Wow, these are really hard names to get out there. Yeah. And Simone Caprani Cap Carpari on the bench. I'm going to have to do my um, homework stalking and learn how well, to pronounce not, these names. Better than me. Better than we were last year. This time last year, well, maybe not this time last year because it was a different time, but <laughs> last season anyway. The start start, of, start season, of the NRL season, yep. Yeah, like, um, uh, let's be honest, we didn't know half the people. Oh, At least you yeah. read through that now and you're like, okay, I know, I know a people. good chunk of these people. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, we're, st- we're still learning. You know, give it a we couple are. of... um, Give me give time. It a I was going to say give it a couple of weeks, but that's half the competition almost over. Yeah, yeah, very true. Very true. Now, a couple of things I want to talk about about this lineup, Storky. Dib, the New South Wales half, finally in the halves. Yeah, gee, shock horror. Who would have thought you put the New South Wales representative half in the halves? I, I, I can't remember. I can't remember the name of the, the coach we had last season in the NRLW, but I think in one game he had Dib in the halves. And yeah. and you and I are sitting there screaming, mate. She she's the she's the half for the New South Wales Blues, and you've got her yeah. coming on as in a, as a utility. I had I. It's probably yeah. why we didn't win a game, to be honest. Um, yeah. your your favourite, Romy Tightzell moved from fullback into the second row. I know that's a big move too. That like, is, that I, is I, a I haven't big seen move. her like. I don't know if she's bulked up at all or not. Like, but mm. um, yeah, big move. So you don't see that in the men's game very often, do you? <laughs> no, you don't. Let's shut Ponga in there, like you know. Ponga so. moves to the second row. Um, yeah. but that is a that is a really dangerous second row. Romy Tizell and Yasmin Clydesdale. That is that is that is a great second row. I'm excited to see yeah. that one. Good um, Not only did she get moved from um, fullback into the second row, but she also lost her captaincy. Yeah. Um, which which you were saying before is 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 a is a bit surprising. You know, we we have we have signed a lot of talent. We have signed you know Australian and New South Wales representatives, yeah. and um, but yeah, a lot, lot, still be hard to pill to swallow there. Like you, you like her. you said though, like maybe 
give like maybe make three captains have three captains and 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 just stick her on the end of um of Millie and 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 um who who else got it as um Hannah Southwell um yeah. put put her name in there as well just just because yeah. she for the season that she had last year, constant loss after loss after loss, she she was a, a shining yeah. light in the team, and I feel like just putting a little C next to her name as well would have been a bit of a reward. At least she'll always have that, um, you know, asterisk next to her name when in the history books that she was the you know, inaugural captain of yep. the NRLW. That, so. that, that is very, very, very true. And Can you know something quickly, just yes. off topic. Remember when we started talking about the NRLW and we were like, why don't they call it WNRL? It makes so much more sense. Yep. Rolls off the tongue so more nicely. So much. Yeah, now that I'm actually used to saying NRLW. How wrong we weird. were. Yeah, it sounds weird <laughs> saying WNRL. Yeah. WNRL yep. sounds almost like soccer or something. It, now, it, 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 it does. Um, it, it doesn't roll off the tongue at all. Um, yeah. It's a very, very strong forward pack. That the women's team have, uh, Caitlin Johnson, obviously a representative player. Uh, yep. Millie Millie Boyle, obviously another representative player. Um, Olivia Higgins, I'm not, I'm not, I haven't heard too much about Olivia Higgins. I should probably do my research on our on our hooker. And then you've got Romy Tightsell and Yasmin Clydesdale, like I was saying in the second row. They're they're both guns. And then you've got Hannah Southwell, who, for me, is the best defender. The best women's defender I've ever seen. She she puts on tackles that are just as big as the men's. So I'm I'm really pumped to see how see how the forward pack of the women's team goes this year. You got me pumped. You got me pumped, my friend. Got you pumped. Um, yeah. So where do you see the Knights winning and losing this one? Um, I don't know. It, it's it's hard to say. You know, round one. Um. Go back to the men's round one. We probably thought we were going to lose that to the Roosters. That didn't happen. Um, yeah, it's hard to say. New recruits. Um, it's it's definitely going to be a change. But yeah, I, I I feel we're going to get that upset win. We're going to we're going to beat the Broncos, like you said. They're the benchmark side, and that's going to set up our one broken run of wins. Yeah. So I think um, Carla Sington and um, uh, Julie Welsh are huge players for the Broncos. Um, no, I just made those two names. I was about <laughs> I to say, if, if, if you could see my face just then, I'm just like, uh, who? Yeah. No, I just made that up. To be honest, I don't know too many people from the Broncos. But, um, yeah, I think having Upton and, um, and Boyle, you know, like you said, they're two big additions. I think they're really going to help. I'm looking forward to seeing them, especially the fact that Upton is an old Broncos player. So yeah. she might have a few inside tips on how you know how they like to you know run things. So um, absolutely, yeah, interesting. Yep. All right, Stalky, let's move on to our favourite segment of the show: the Mark Hughes Foundation fan mail. All right, first bit of mail is from our best mate from the other side of the world. Um, last time he, we had a question from Durant, we, we got where he was from wrong. Um, it's either Berlin or Belgium. We 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 couldn't we couldn't work it out. I think it I think it's Berlin. I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say it's Berlin. Fifty fifty chance you're going to get fifty fifty. Yeah, it's like me trying to put in a USB. You know, when you try to plug a USB uh, into a computer, I get that wrong nearly every time. 
I got a 50-50 chance of getting it right, yeah. and I get it wrong every Everybody time. Everybody does. But another thing too, when you go to plug something into the wall outlet and you can't see it, yeah. you light it up, you've got three prongs, you're like, hey, three prongs are up, that's up. <laughs> but you can't see it where you're trying to plug it in. Yeah. That bastard does not go in. And then, ah, uh, yeah, just very frustrating. I'm glad we share the same problem. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. First question from Durant Morton. With players like Bradman Best and Phoenix Crossland not reaching their potential as future stars yet, are you guys concerned about AOB's coaching abilities and his role in the near future? Well, it is a worry. Like, let's be honest, but I mean, I'll probably get you know, slaughtered for this, but not all of it, I think, can be put on AB as well. Like, let's have a look at it. Bradman. Just take him as an example. Bradman doesn't seem to be the same player um, that he used to be. Like, no. when he, he, he was come out burning and running, whether teams are just, like, picking him off now and know his style of play, or whether he come back from those injuries, like, he's a very injury-prone player, as we know, yeah. which is a worry considering how young he is. Um, but he seems to sometimes... He hasn't been the same since those first couple of injuries, that big yeah. injury break. He hasn't been the same player. Um, I do not know why, you know, whether it's a confidence thing, whether it is an AOB thing, but... Yeah, it is a bit of a worry, but that's just one example. Yeah, I um, I'm 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 the same as you. Um, I don't think you can you can put it down to AOB sometimes for you know not improving a player. Sometimes that's on a coach. I I, I get that. Yeah, but utilizing like, them. Yeah, yeah. Like you were just saying, um, Bradman's regressed. He he he. I feel like he's getting worse. But that, like you were just saying, I don't know if that's purely Bradman. And other teams have just worked him out, or he doesn't have the confidence he used to have. Maybe those yeah. injuries have rattled him. Maybe, maybe he's not enjoying football anymore. I think there's a there's a lot of, especially with Bradman, there's a lot of, I feel factors to to take take account of maybe why he's not playing as good as he used to. It's hard too because um obviously too like as we know this year we've had no depth as far as being able to pick from the lower grades um. Because the lower grades aren't doing much chop either. No. So, like, they got flogged or something by yeah, the Bears or something on the weekend. Like eight so, or something, yeah. Yeah, so what's O'Brien got to choose from? And then when he does have to pull one of these young fellas up, it's like, you know, he's not a miracle worker. Like, you yeah. know, it does take a while. So, yeah, I, I do get what you're saying there, but, um, yep. you know, so, yeah, it is a tough one. Yeah, and, okay. and, and something like something like Phoenix. Um, when was the last time Phoenix played in his preferred position at halfback? You know he he, yeah. he he's playing utility most of this year because Kurt Mann's out. Um, he he hasn't really had that chance to to slot back into halves. Um, yeah, it's it, it, that's that's not an AOB problem. That's that's just the way the the Knights are at the moment. So yeah. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to Adrian Magali. Now, have I said that right? Because for an ongoing Let's have a bag here. Adrian, you know, is a friend of the show. Yeah. So I had a little inside joke with Adrian, which he obviously didn't know about. I thought he did, but he didn't. Um, that I would say his name a different time every time I would, you know, refer to him on the show. Um, yeah, so he didn't, wasn't aware of this, so I do apologize. I thought you were in on the joke, mate. So anyway, I hope I've said it right. Magale, let me know. Shoot me a message. I'm sure you will yeah. if that's not right. Uh, and let me know. So let's move on to your question. If you were the coach of the Newcastle Knights and wanted a player's clean-out, who are the ones you'll can and why? I've got a, I've got a list of six players. 
six players that I'm I'm going to can. Um, and you know, when you do a player clean out, you've got to have in mind as well who you're going to bring in. But when that wasn't in the question, it was just who are we taking out. Um, first one is Bradman Best. I'm I'm getting rid of Bradman Best. Um, injury prone, no improvement for me. I'm I'm just going to move him on. If no one else takes him, he heads over to the Super Leagues, finds that confidence that he's lost or through injury or or whatever it is. We'll talk about it in a couple of years. Um, my next one is JSAF. I'm 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 getting rid of JSAF, and I'm not just getting rid of JSAF. Um, you know, because you know he he's, he's not playing well or whatever, because he played well on the weekend and he has had you know a, a few good games this year. Um, but he is in our top four highest paid players. Um, I'd like to separate the play. I'd like to separate the brothers. I'd like to separate the twins um, and see how they go. Maybe they have a better rivalry on different teams. Maybe they then bring the best out of each other, and we get the you know DSAF that killed it in Origin the other year. The next one I'm yeah. moving on is Brody Jones. Um, for me, he's just a. I, I don't like putting people down, but he's a boring first grader. Um, he he had a, a couple of good games sort of last year or the year before yeah, when, he, when he first firing. came in. He yeah. was everyone's number one favorite and kind of went a bit stagnant after that. I'm not yeah. too sure why. Yeah, so I'm I'm moving on um, Brody Jones. Next one I'm moving on is Jack Johns. Um, we got Jack Johns on a, a bit of a train and trial and we promoted him into the, the top 30. Um, since then, he hasn't really seen first grade. When he has seen first grade, he hasn't really done anything with it. Um, I just don't think he's NRL standard, so I'm moving on Jack Johns. Next one I'm moving on is Heimel Hunt. I'm moving on Heimel Hunt. I feel like he's too old and he's too slow. He's been given chances this year in, in first grade, and he's just he's just not taking it, so I'm moving on Heimel Hunt. Next one I'm moving on, which hurt me probably the most, is Lachlan Fitzgibbon. Um. I love Lockie's passion for the club. I love his passion for the team, his t- the town. Um, but he just hasn't improved. Um, he used to be this person that used to run off Kalen Ponga and just break the line every time he'd get the ball. Um, but he, he's he's not improving. We we uh, we moved on a player like Bo Fermor to the, to the Titans, and he is absolutely killing it at the Titans. Um, so I, I'm moving on Lockie Fitz to see. What else we can get, and that that they're, they're, that's the the six players that I'm moving on. Yeah, like um, yeah, you obviously put a lot more thought into that than I did. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. It just makes mine go um, you know, a lot shorter, but that's okay. Um, yeah, but I actually, to be honest, yeah, what you spoke about, some of those players, I didn't think of, and I agree with you know, that would hurt getting rid of Fitzy, but maybe that's you mm. know, that's not a bad option. Um. I know it's an easy choice, and I know you're going to hate it. I would say Tuala, yeah, simply because I, I'm I, just not I sure only, he's up first grade material. Like, I, I only ah. didn't pick Tuala because I'm not sure how much money he's on. I feel like he's only on about oh, okay, three dollars. Yeah, yeah. I, I just feel like Tuala's maybe on you know three dollars fifty or a pie each game. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, yeah two that, pies and a can of coke. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I was, I was this close to picking him. Um, I, yeah. I just don't know what he's on. But yeah, I, 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 I do agree. Yeah. I do agree. Yeah. I think Hunt, like you mentioned, is another interesting one. I think, unfortunately, for him, his time at the Knights may be done. Um, I can't see him coming back in. And if he does, I can't see him, you know, setting the world on fire. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I think he, you know, might be gone. It is a tough one, too, because you yeah, look at it. Everyone's going to have a different opinion on what player. Um, I would even, 
go to the lengths of saying possibly even a Gagai. I don't think Gagai's turned out as well as what we were expecting. And he'd be on um, good coin as well. He'd be yeah. on good coin, so that's another option. But in saying that, it's, it is harsh, and I even feel bad pointing out individual players because, yeah. let's be honest, as a team, across the board, we're not playing well. Yeah. Like, you know, exactly. it's not just individual players. We can't go, oh, everyone's playing well. Except for this player here. You know, <laughs> if he just turned it on, we'd be in the top eight. Everyone would you know, improve, yep. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's not as easy, you know, black and white it's question. Not. So no. I'll leave my answer there. Yep, all right. Um, Ian O'Brien, where do I send my membership pack? Um, and who wants to buy thousands of dollars worth of jerseys? What jerseys you got, brother? Because... Uh... <laughs> You know, as you know, we're jersey collectors, so if you've got a couple that, you know, we don't have, yep. oh, you shoot us a message, and I'm being serious, mate. <laughs> shoot us a message. I, I have seriously written the, the exact same thing. I've gone, hey, if you're selling jersey, I'm I'm your man. Um, yeah, so let send, yeah. send them I'm sure my way. A couple, there should be a couple if you said there's thousands of dollars. But then again, in saying that, it doesn't take much to get to a thousand. It I've doesn't. No. I think I've got maybe three or four of the really rare runs in my collection, which would be over a thousand dollars. So yeah, not that each. um that not that, each, that world nice. sevens one I reckon's probably even close to a third of that. Yeah. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but as far as your membership, mate, I think unfortunately a lot of people are gonna be in the same position as you next year. I think our membership is gonna drop something absolutely. severe in the yep. off season. Um and I can't blame people because no. we're not gonna be a much better side next year and like I'm, you know, as diehard as they come. And I know you are. And, like, yeah. we've had conversations about, like, man, do I really feel like going to the game this week? You know, it's so much easier to watch it at home. And I feel bad saying that because we're as diehard as they come. But So I can understand some people who may not as be as diehard fans as we are who Absolutely. just say enjoy it. Why would they spend their, all their money? Especially yeah. for people that are spending thousands of dollars. Like, I love my silver seats. So it's not that expensive for me. I only pay, my wife and I pay like just under $500. So it's yeah. not a lot of money. Yeah. But some people pay thousands. So it's a lot yeah. of money to go it's, and watch your team lose every week. It's it's honestly that and also how cold it is in the in the Western stand. But yeah, that's one of the reasons why I went from platinum to to gold. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's um, yep. yeah, I understand. my thing on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, uh, you didn't want to answer that one, or you already did? With your, oh, yeah, yeah, I did. I'll, I'll take yeah, his jerseys, that's jersey it. Thing. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, we're serious about that too, mate. Hit us up. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so the last question here, we've got Mick Cox. Um, uh, he, oh, that's just more of a statement. Agrees with Cronk and drop Mill for the rest of the year and focus on next year. Um, I didn't really hear what Cooper Cronk said, but um, if... Cronk said drop Milford for the rest of the year and focus on next. Um, I don't really know what we're working on for next year. Like, if, if you're looking at the personnel that we have right now, um, say you drop Milford, what, who, who are you going to put in there? Phoenix, like I just said, could go back to his natural position in the halves. He's not going to be our full-time next year. No, he's not. So, so you're not working on next year with Phoenix. Um... Simi Siagi, he he's a half at the moment. He's playing in the back. He's you know bench back rower. Um, he's a tricky one, Simi. Some games he'll come out and have a blinder, and you're like, "Whoa, why is he not in the side more?" <laughs> and then you're thinking he's great, and then the next play he'll do something like drop the Dumb ball and get hooked. Ball. Yeah, yeah, yep. and you're like, "Ah, oh, what are you doing?" Yeah, diamonds um, and dirt. Yeah, exactly. He's our new SKD. Um, yeah. So, so I don't, I, I don't know what we're working on for for next year. If if you want to drop. Milf, um, we're not working on anything. We don't have, we don't have anyone that can take the ball 
and run with it for the rest of the year. Otherwise, we wouldn't have got Milford. We, we would have been doing that months ago. Um, and and Clifford's injured and there's, you know, where... I don't even remember where we got that mail from. Um, I don't know if we're just starting to believe our own stories or what, but um, months ago we, we were talking about that we had heard that Cl- there's there's something not right in the Clifford camp and he, and he wants to go home. And now it's only finally making its way to the media, even though we were talking about it months ago. Um, I, I can't even remember where that came from now. Um, but yeah, he's not happy. He's not happy. And the other new thing, he's not happy with the time he's got this year as well. So yes, whether so, that's a spin on what we always said, but yeah. So you know, Clifford wants out. So even if he wasn't injured, you can't put him in there and say, "All right, let's focus on next year," because he wants to go. Um, so, so what? You've got Kloon and Crossland and Sasagi. Yeah. It's so sad, isn't yeah. it, that we just haven't got this. Like, I know people are overhearing about the Brooks situation, but, mate, if he's a chance, we need something. We, like, yeah. There's no one else out there. Absolutely. There's no one else out there. And they explained it really well. I don't know if it was 360 or if it was after one of the games last week or something. They just said that it's a different style of football now. Like a lot of um, these teams like, you know, New South Wales Cup and things like that, they aren't letting players play the game as they see it. They yeah. get this um, structure built into them, this structure of plays. This is how we play. Yeah, it was on 360, I believe. They said, yeah, this is how you play. But that's not how NRL is. NRL, you have to see what's in front of you and play what's in front of you. I know a lot of teams have gone away from that, and you're seeing that in structures like yeah. ours where it's just dead. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, it's, um, I forgot what my point was there. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's... I, I think that point ra- wraps it up. Like, I, the, I, 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 I completely get it that... Um, yeah, there's 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 no point dropping Milford and working on something for the last four or five games, whatever we've got left, because yeah. we haven't got anything in the reserves. We've got nothing in the tank that can that can take the ball and run with it. It's it's yeah. honestly the worst position I think our club has ever been in. I I, I don't yeah, know why. Right. More so on the field, I, I, you know, not going back to you know almost folding and and all that sort of stuff. But on the field, I don't think we've been in a tougher situation than right now. Yeah, I would love, and like I know it's like a you know needle in a haystack. It's not going to happen, but and we've talked about it before. But um, you know, the monster, we need yep. something. We well, need some. They should be all in. There's all there's in reports today that um, the Dolphins have offered him a four year. Four and a half million dollar contract, or something like that. Knights have to match it. They have to at least match it, or there has to be some sort of carrot. We 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 need someone like a Munster. Yeah, and like he's fire. Like we won't get into it. We'll be here for another hour. But um, yeah, yeah, just he's fire. Not even how he plays on the field. He's an awesome player, but just he's. Like interviews after games where he's pissed off when they lose, stuff like that. We need that again. We just yep. need that again. Yep. Need Joey throwing his mouth guard. Absolutely. Exactly. You, you don't see that these days. So no. if anything, they'll be playing throwing their mouth guard and playing catch with the opposition <laughs> team after the game. It's just crazy. <laughs> but um, anyway, that brings us to the end of the show. If you haven't already, like us on Facebook. I know it's getting later on in the year, but like us on Facebook. Um, give us a follow on Instagram. Um, subscribe on YouTube um, by clicking the bell. Yeah, we are getting towards the end of the season, so we're starting to run out. You know, there's not many shows left, but if you subscribe now, you know, we're not going to, like, change it over the off-season, so you'll be ready for next season to go again. 
Um, uh, so, yeah, YouTube, Spotify, um, Apple Music, Google Music, all that stuff. Um, yeah, do us a favour, send us a share. Um, this Panadol's starting to wear off, so I'm ready to uh, He's getting tired. get out of here. I'm ready to go to bed. So, so well, bring it home, my friend. Thank you very much for um, for joining me, even though you're under weather stalky. I, I, I do appreciate your time. That's okay. Well, you had COVID last week and you were here, so... Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Things we do for fans. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> like, like a comment we saw online. Someone, someone posted on our Facebook the other day saying, "I wish the team put as much pride um, into the Newcastle Knights as the Benchwarmers do." I, I, yeah. I thought, I thought that was a beautiful I comment. Almost David, cried. David Cook. I don't know. Yeah, who that's you the are, one. David, yeah. but you're a legend, you, David. David. Thanks. Yep. We appreciate stuff like that. It definitely Absolutely. Means a lot to us. Yep. Anyway, that's all from us this week. We will see you next week. Actually, you won't see us next week. We're um, audio audio only next week. I am jet-setting off. Well, if I'm all clear from COVID, obviously. Um, but I am jet-setting off to the Gold Coast to go up and watch the Knights versus the Titans. Won't have time to do the editing and all the stuff that I do behind the scenes. So, unfortunately, it'll just be an audio only episode next week. But we will talk to you next week. Don't just have a good night. Have a Newcastle night. Like brothers in arms, we're more than a team. And the heart of a city, we wear on our sleeves. For the red and the blue, till the end we will fight. Sing along, live the Newcastle Knights. Long live the Newcastle Knights. Castle nights for the red and the blue till the end we will fight singing long live the Newcastle nights